Welcome to Girl Meets Show. It's the very first episode of our relationships podcast. If you're a person like us who's in a relationship with their TVs. I'm Jordan. <laughs> and I'm Taylor. And we thought that a really good way to introduce ourselves would to be um, to go over our top three favorite TV shows of all time. Mm-hmm. And uh, this will be a really good way to for you to know if you're going to love this podcast or if you're going to hate it or if you're going to really like Jordan and hate me or vice versa. (laughs) Jordan can start. Okay. So we're going to do like a countdown. My number three favorite show of all time is 30 Rock. And it made the cut especially because I, I felt like I had to rank it that highly because I named my dog after Liz Lemon. So it kind of made sense. I love that. Um, my number three, I know is on Jordan's list already. So. <laughs> um, mine's Friday Night Lights. And I love it because it's everything you could ever need in a show. It really is. Is it's... that your number two? No. Oh. Spoiler alert. <laughs> It's even higher than two. There's only one number higher than two, and it's that one. Wonder what it'll be. So now you guys are on the edge of your seats to hear what my second favorite show is. Drum roll, please. It's Seinfeld. Love it. Yeah, I feel like the shows that I actually own the DVDs of before I could watch them on streaming sites made it really high. So Seinfeld's up there. It's just a classic, and... I can watch it over and over. Well, and I feel like this podcast is going to be really vulnerable because now I have to admit that I've never actually watched Seinfeld. (laughs) Your dad's going to be so sad. And my dad is completely embarrassed. Even my 16-year-old brother watches it. (laughs) And Jordan actually has, like, every single line memorized. So I know that she's not lying or trying to say that because it could be, like, hit. Yeah, I'm not just trying to be cool. I have I have Seinfeld seen it, so yeah, exactly. Never lost either. So do with that information what you will. <laughs> AKA invite her to Seinfeld seen it parties. Yeah, because they're so frequent. I would make a lot of friends there <laughs> or enemies. Would be the first time. <laughs> okay, what's your second favorite? Okay, my second. Um, I put Parks and Rec. I don't hear you talk about that very often. I mean, I love Parks and Rec, but I I can't remember the last time I heard you ever talk about it. You are actually very, like, a Leslie Nope-esque person to me, though, so it actually makes sense. Oh, that's nice of you. Thank you. That's so interesting. I I love that. I feel like I don't talk about it a lot because I feel like a lot of people talk about it, so I don't really add anything new or interesting. I get that. But I really love it. Every single character and everything about it. I also Mm -hmm. kind of work in politics, so it's very relatable to me. Mm Mm-hmm. I try to put, like, three different types of TV in my top three, like, to show the wide variety of TV that I want. Well, I relate to that because even my shows that um, didn't quite make the top three cut, they're mostly all comedies. Even my number one, Friday Night Lights, has a lot of comedy to it. Oh, that's your number one? Yeah. (laughs) So you may be surprised. You were not listening to it earlier in the podcast episode. But, like, it's legitimately funny, and you can just tell that the cast are all, like, secret comedians, too. And so, like, looking through my just even most I can I there are a lot of just straight up dramas that I do really like but they rarely make it into, like, whatever's in my top ten at that time, so. My number one is Mad Men. Mm. So good. Yeah. John Hamm is my forever boyfriend and So you have to show loyalty to, show to loyalty. your man. <laughs> and I felt like it was the first show that I ever watched that was aesthetically pleasing to watch. Mm. Yeah. And I think that was the first time where I was like, oh, that's important to me. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like that was one of the first shows I watched where it was like you could analyze so much about it and mm-hmm. it was so subtle, like more subtlety than other shows I'd ever seen. So Totally. It was a game changer. It kind of brought about the golden age of television. Mm-hmm. What were your, just name off the ones you had written down that didn't make it the cut? Well, um, it was really hard for me to not put Bob's Burgers in my top three, but... We clarified before that they had to be a completed show, which helped me choose. uh, It was either that for my third spot or 30 Rock. Um, And same thing goes for Veep because I love Veep so much, but it's also not finished. So, And then my other ones, I love Freaks and Geeks, and I've been thinking about it so much lately because you just watched it Mm -hmm. and it made me want to rewatch it again. And then the Freaks and Geeks documentary just came out, which is so good and... So we'll probably anyway. have a Freaks and Geeks episode. I really think we should. Yeah. And um, also, I was thinking about even Stevens earlier today. <laughs> and I was like, that show was so important to me <laughs> that I want to honor it. <laughs> it really made me the person I am today. That's true. You, like, um, say all of your humor stems from even Stevens, don't you? Yeah, it's like a major, major influence. It's just so weird. And it's so funny that it was even on the Disney channel because it was just like kind of, it was actually kind of like 30 Rock, how it seems kind of cinematic. And like that, like even just the soundtrack is just like kind of almost like it was a comedy that could have been made for adults, but it just happened to be with kids Mm -hmm. and on the Disney channel. And now it's hard to imagine that it would ever be on the Disney channel. Totally. So, especially when you see what's on the Disney Channel now. Yeah. Well, what is it like? Dog with a blog or something? Mm, something like that. But I always think of that title, and I'm like secretly intrigued. <laughs> but I guess it's just that it's it's pretty self-explanatory. Well, since this is the first episode, I'm already getting a lot of ideas for your <laughs> podcast. Oh episodes. gosh. <gasps> yeah. So I'll take note of that. We gotta branch out into the current Disney Channel shows. The other ones I had on my list that didn't make the cut were Freaks and Geeks. Mm. I had Girls. I think about that show a lot, so I put it on there. I feel like Girls, um, I feel like it reminds me of you too, because it's also like that aesthetic. Yeah. Like the, even just the graphics and the Mm -hmm. title sequence, I'm like, whoa, Taylor could have worked for them and made that. (laughs) So... It's like even the same font that I is in our. <laughs> it's perfect, but yeah, um, just rem- and it's like just that kind of sense of humor. Yeah, but it's all a compliment because that show's really good. Thank you. Yeah, my last two were Parenthood and mm. The OC. Two classics. I'm glad that we got to read our whole list <laughs> in the end because I felt really guilty I about was cutting the those one off. That was making Jordan. Yeah, I was like, three is a really small number. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so nice to meet you all, even though I'm pretty sure we know everyone listening. (laughs) But now you know all our inner thoughts about those shows. Um, Next, we wanted to talk about recent TV news. There's been one major update that we're really excited about. Taylor. Ding, ding, ding. Did you hear... That Connie Britton is going to be starring in a series based on the very great podcast, Dirty John. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be incredible. I had for, if I ever knew they were making a show of it, I'd forgotten. And so the other day when I saw, they're like, oh, first stills of Dirty John with Connie Britton. It's going to be perfect. She's so good. Because I... I feel like she'll be similar to the character she was. I can't remember the name of the real person, but on the O.J. Simpson show she was on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Ryan Murphy one. and But just, like, kind of more, like, redneck version of that. And I think she's going to be amazing. And then Eric Bana's being Dirty John. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. But it's on Bravo, which is kind of weird. I was actually, I didn't know what um, channel it was going to be on. Yeah, that I can kind of weird. Isn't it's like I don't even housewives. know. Yeah, and like Vanderpump Rules, which I've never watched, but I've heard a lot about. From mostly from Chrissy Teigen, <laughs> yes. my close friend. And um, 
Like, have they ever even had a scripted show? I have no idea. So that'll, it'll That's be interesting. streaming service we haven't dived into yet. Yeah, but apparently we will. <laughs> I never thought I'd be so well-versed on Bravo. Because I've even watched E! Because, like, I've watched the Kardashians. Oh, yeah. But curious to see who is directing it or anything like that. Because literally all I know is that one photo I saw of Connie But we're and in Eric just Bonham. for Connie. Oh, well, I would watch anything she would yeah. has ever done. She's perfect. And we're all so obsessed with that podcast. We always quote mm-hmm. it. There's this part where the <laughs> sister goes, It's ham. It's ham. It's ham. <laughs> It's hilarious. It's a really good bit. <laughs> Use it at your next party you go to. Everyone's going to love it. Um, the next big news that was just announced... Well, they already, we already knew Mahershala Ali was going to be on the new True Detective season. But the trailer just came out last night. And honestly, that's one of the only people that could make me kind of intrigued by True Detective. I've never really been... And I heard it's really, really good and all that. I just wasn't that intrigued by the first season. And then even though our boy Taylor Kitsch is in the second season, I just only heard bad things, really. But I love Mahershala Ali. He's amazing. I want to see him in more stuff. In the trailer, it shows him as, like, a young boy and, like, an old man. And yeah. he looks incredible at every age. Yeah, almost the best as an old man. Oh, yeah. But a lot of it was, like, his kind of retro Well, we haircut. do love that salt and pepper hair. Yeah, you'll come to learn this about <laughs> us as well. Well, probably, that's not the last time we'll talk about it. We just love a good... <laughs> we just love a good hot dad. Yeah. Oh, another t- piece of TV news I'm very excited about is the new season of American Vandals coming out Jordan on September 14th. That and I'm thankful forever. It is, I think it, that combined, that is tied for Glow last, of my favorite show that came out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought American Vandal was so surprising and funny and it like went beyond just like dick jokes, <laughs> which I was grateful for, but it be I I loved it. I was kind of blown away by it, and so I'm really excited. Um, I'm surprised they're using the same the kids run, making the documentary. I kind of was expecting them to go to like a whole new school, but I thought those kids were really good actors, and I had heard that the the main kid who was making the documentary actually made documentaries for school, so he was just winging it the whole time, and he was very good. And convincing so excited to see them again and I'm excited because um the plot of this season is they're trying to figure out who poisoned the cafeteria lemonade and made the whole school poop their pants <laughs> and I love I think poop is the funniest thing it's not a secret I love talking about poop let's just get it all out <laughs> like we said it's we're gonna be vulnerable but that's like the least vulnerable thing about me I tell everybody how much yeah, I love talking about real. poop and farts <laughs> So I personally am really excited. (laughs) The next thing we want to talk about is that the Emmys are just around the corner. So we wanted to talk about what's nominated, what we're excited about. Um, Let's see. Do you want to start with what you're not excited about? I would love to. Um, I am, I'm really torn because I love so many of the nominees, but I it's, it's another non-secret about me is how much I hate Colin Jost. I'm not a Michael Che fan either, but Colin Jost is, like, one of my, like, three main enemies in my life. Well, and they've also been doing a lot of interviews, and they talk about how they, like, don't watch TV. Yeah, and they're, like, judging people who do. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that your job is a television writer, right? Mm-hmm. They're just so smarmy. Like, even if... Like, Colin Joe's face looks like he is going to just be, like, so mean to you. But even just his quotes are, like, in these interviews are just horrible. Like, they're like, I don't really care about this. Awards shows are stupid. Mm -hmm. Like, award shows might be kind of stupid, but you're literally hosting one of the biggest ones of the year, and we all like them, so... Like, it's just odd. Like, are you promoting your show? Do you want the ratings to be bad? I just don't get it. 
Well, and maybe we made this podcast so that we can host the Emmys ourselves. <laughs> but probably not, because that actually sounds terrifying. Oh my gosh. We'll just call um, Tina and Amy to fill in for yeah, us last true. minute. <laughs> or, yeah, no. Well, I think we could do a better job than Colin and Michael, though, because they're just kind of dirtbags. Yeah. Mostly Colin just. We're not very excited about that. No. Um... But luckily, the nominees are really good. Yeah. So there's definitely a lot of reason to watch, despite that. In drama series, we have Handmaid's Tale, Game of Thrones, This Is Us, The Crown, The Americans, Stranger Things, and Westworld. What ones of those have you not watched, Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> it's easier to tell you that I watched Stranger Things. <laughs> but I, I have... I have, okay, here's the ones that I'm definitely going to watch before. I'm going to watch season two of Handmaid's Tale because I did watch season one and it was amazing, but I've been majorly procrastinating just because it's hard to dive in. It's just It's like, a really heavy season, but it's so good. Yeah. No, I'm, I think right now I'm watching Barry, which is nominee, one of the comedy nominees, and I'm like halfway done with that. I think I have three... Three more episodes only. Oh, good work. So I'll do Handmaid's Tale next. I I've ugh, I haven't watched have watched Game of Thrones. No. But I plan on watching it so I can watch the final season with everyone else. I just feel like can you say you love TV if you haven't watched Game of Thrones? That feels like a personal <laughs> attack. I know. <laughs> I mean. It's kind of more like a film, so I think you can still love TV, but I also love movies, so I don't even know what I'm saying. Um, Jordan doesn't watch This Is Us, but... No, I, I've never watched it. I do. Do you think it'll win? I don't think it'll win. One question... Especially against oh, Handmaid's Tale. Mm. There's a lot of, like, Actually, favorites. Yeah. yeah. I fell asleep watching The Crown. I'm not proud of that. <laughs> That's when I I really want to watch it. Do you know how many episodes are in one season? Is it I 10? I think it's around 10, but they're like hour mm -hmm. plus episodes. Yeah. Cause but it's really pretty. But you have to pay attention. It's hard for me. Yeah. And both of us have started watching The Americans, but neither of us have finished it or gotten that far. Yeah, I think I was... One, I don't remember exactly what distracted me. I think it might have been Glow. I think I was, like, slowly working through the first season, mm -hmm. and then Glow dropped, and I was just like, I'm just going to watch all this, and then I was addicted to it, and then poor Americans got shunted to the side. Which is sad, because I love Carrie Russell. Yeah. And I love Matthew Reese and or Rice. I don't really know how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> that was something I was worried about making this. Is, <gasps> we're going to have to learn how to pronounce people's names before. Mm -hmm. That'll be a good uh, <laughs> feedback for ourselves when we listen to this later. And you've watched the first season of Westworld. Yes, so I haven't watched the second. So I'm hoping I can finish that before um, the Emmys. I think you can. I, I think, think that's I a too, reasonable goal. A small amount of episodes, I think. Yeah. So for comedies, um, these ones I've seen much more of. Watched Atlanta, obviously. Both second, of us have, and we're yeah. both obsessed, and that's probably the one I'm rooting for. Yeah. Although it hurts a little, because well, we both also really, really, really love Glow. Mm-hmm. Glow's amazing. Um, I'm really enjoying Barry. I don't think it'll... I'll be surprised if it wins. It doesn't feel as... Well, and it's hard to say when I haven't finished the season. Yeah. It doesn't feel as, like, revolutionary as Atlanta. So I would think that was kind of a... Atlanta would be robbed. Robin season. Maybe Robin they're setting season. themselves up to be robbed at the Emmys. But yeah, right. Um... I've, I've never watched Blackish. That's on my to-do list, too, actually. Yeah, I've never watched it. And I don't feel like I have any friends who have ever watched it, so no one's, like, convinced me to watch it. Yeah, I feel like, honestly, everyone I know is watching 
like not network shows. Like I can't remember the last show I watched that was on either ABC, NBC, CBS. But I love Tracy Ellis Ross. Yeah, I do too. So I want to look up like which episodes they're nominated for. Like good idea. And then watch some of those because I've I've only heard great things. Yeah. Um, ugh, I was told a lot of times to watch this last season of Curb Your Enthusiasm, but I never did. Me neither. I Even think I watched, like, one clip. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good job. So I'm a TV so, expert. <laughs> you're the expert in this room. Um, which is actually sad, considering I'm apparently oh, such a Lord. Seinfeld fan. Yeah. Um, but that's not even that high up on my to-do list right now. I have an overwhelmingly long to-do well, list. And, like, do you just start with the most recent or do you go back? Well, that's like, the that's thing. That's what's stressful. I can't mm-hmm. start. and I have to start from the beginning. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of seasons. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel about the Americans. That one's hard to just jump in and watch the most recent one because it wouldn't even make any sense. No. That's very storyline. Yeah, and I feel really disloyal to Carrie Russell yet again, even though I'll love her forever because of Felicity. Oh, yeah, and then we talked about Glow, which I loved the first season. I loved this last season even more. But it's just so hard because Betty, our girl Betty Gilpin, is nominated for supporting, I think, which is kind of crazy because I feel like she's kind of the lead. Yeah. Like Especially last in season, the second season. Yeah, like Allison Brie was by definitely the lead in the first season, but they were at least co-leads. Mm-hmm. But she was in it a lot less than Liberty Bell. Is she nominated? I forgot. No. Well, yeah, no, she's not nominated this okay. time. It's awkward. <laughs> Sorry. We love you. <laughs> we really do love you. Um. Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Was that nominated last year? It, was, it must have been Golden Globes. Because oh, the lead yeah. actress one, Rachel Brosnahan. One season right now, right? Yeah. Like, the new one's coming out kind of soon. Yeah. That one I like a lot. Um, I don't think it has a chance against mm-hmm. these other ones. But I do really like that show. And I'm excited for the new season. Um, Silicon Valley is nominated too, which is kind of surprising to me just a little bit because I don't feel like I heard anything about this last season. No, nothing. Yeah, I've watched, um, well, the only thing I did hear was drama about TJ Miller, about how he's just like the worst worst to work with. Yeah. And like, was he even in the last season? No, he just left. And the way that the season before this last one leaves off, it. Well, I I kept forgetting that I was going to catch up on that show because I did like I liked it even more than I thought I would because I thought it would be like all just bro humor, mm-hmm. like kind of like a whole cast of TJ Miller's basically, but no, and he actually is funny on that show to be fair, but like in real life he's just the worst. Like I would be terrified. I would be scared to meet him in a Maverick parking lot, mm-hmm. which is our scale of deciding whether someone's hot yeah (laughs) he's he already isn't hot to me personally but it's emphasized by imagining him coming towards me in a maverick parking lot um but like kamail's on the show and who doesn't love kamail and um martin star aka bill haverchuk from freaks and geeks and um what is his oh my gosh the guy who's on The Office, and I, his name is not... If Ed, Jordan doesn't know it, I'm not <laughs> know it. I literally can't remember his name. I, He's, like, really pale. Anyway, he's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, Taylor Goff. <laughs> I gotta stop slapping things when I laugh. Yeah, you play with the pages. <laughs> I'm just fidgeting. Um, anyway, yeah, I know. Long story short, I did not watch the last season of that show. <laughs> I don't think it's gonna win. <laughs> I mean, anything that's up to, against Atlanta has to be the best show that's ever been created. Yeah. You know? Um. Oh yeah, an unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Almost forgot about that nominee, you and never I forgot. Watched no. Last season. I forgot it came out. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it, and I mean, John Hamm. Remember? Oh yeah. 
I love when he's in that jumpsuit in jail. Yeah, he's in a jumpsuit. And Looks they so also good. use a clip from a dating show that he was on. Oh, I remember your tweet about that. That was the thing that was like, oh, maybe I should drop everything and watch that I, show right I now. I literally watched the whole season in one night. Okay. So it's Dang. doable. I, I feel like I'm still going to rank it much further down my to-do list, yeah. but... That's good to know. Because I do love Kimmy Schmidt. I feel like it kind of lost me a little bit the last season. Yeah. But there's always something that makes me laugh really hard. Mostly anything Titus does. But So he's still perfect. He's nominated, I think, too. Nominated for, yeah, supporting actor. Mm -hmm. Ugh, Alec Baldwin better not win that. (laughs) Look at all these people that should win. Freaking Brian Tyree Henry should win as Paperboy. He'll win. I really hope so. But Henry Winkler, too. It's true. We do love him. Yeah. And his son. We love his son. We love his son's girlfriend, Rachel Antonoff. We love her brother. His brother. (laughs) I mean, we have to root for him in case somehow we end up being their best friends. And then they listen to this and they're like, I can't believe you didn't root for my dad. So Max Winkler, if you're listening... (laughs) We, we hope we, you win. Your dad's really good in Barry. <laughs> but he really did say the sweetest things on his Instagram. He was like, oh, the industry's never taken my dad seriously, and now he's nominated. It means the world to him and to me. I teared up a little bit. It was beautiful. So, yeah, those are the drama and comedy series. Um, and you said you were... Oh, wait, quick question I have. So, I guess... I mean, maybe this is a dumb question, but Handmaid's Tale, it's weird to me. Comp- I, for some reason, that kind of seems um, similar to me to American Horror Story in a way. But American Horror Story is nominated. It's a for, limited series. Yeah, but that is so weird to me because it's but like it's, still continuous, even though it, it's technically it separate. stories? Well, this next season is bringing back like all the casts of all the other seasons. So I don't know. That just seems like know. they're like cheating about. the system to be nominated in that category instead of in drama yeah. to me. But it's none of my business, I guess. <laughs> um, what are some other nominees that's st- oh well I think the every category has something really tough in it. Like the lead actress category is really stacked because Claire Foy from The Crown, she won did she win the Emmy for Best Actress last year? Or was that... I can't remember if that was the Golden Globe or the Emmy that she won. But she's an award winner. Tatiana Maslany and Orphan Black is amazing. I love Orphan Black so much. And I thought the last season was way good. But she's also won before. And so has Elizabeth Moss. Did she win Best Actress Emmy last year? This is horrible. I don't remember any of this. I don't remember either. But I know she has won an award for that role. But then you have Sandra Oh and Carrie Russell, who haven't... Carrie Russell, I don't think, has... Maybe she's been nominated, but she's never won. Yeah, I don't think so. And because it's the last season, mm-hmm. it could be a John Hamm situation. Yeah, exactly. She's our Don Draper. But also Sandra Oh is the first Asian woman to have been nominated, which is sure. amazing. Killing Eve is the show that I'm like dying to watch, but I don't know where to watch it right now, which is sad. It's going to be on Hulu, but not until the end of the year, which doesn't really help me right now. Also, should we have a count for how many times I mentioned John Hamm in the podcast? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> we'll hire an intern and they'll count it for us. Well, I feel like we're going to find a way to work the Antonoffs into every episode, even though they have nothing to do with it right Television now. Television at all. Yeah. Well, the Winklers. Yeah. So, They're relevant. Semi-related. Should yeah. We... Those are kind of the highlights yeah. that I wanted to talk about. My to-do list. So, I started Barry. I, next, I'll watch Handmaid's Tale. And then it's kind of... I'm, I want to watch Insecure. I haven't watched that yet. Oh, yeah. And is nominated. Mm-hmm. I love Insecure. I need to watch that. And I really like her, even though I haven't watched her show. But she's just, like, so likable. She's so likable. And she dresses the best. Um, I want to watch some episodes of Blackish. I feel like I... Then I'll probably finish off with the... Oh, but I need to watch The Sinner, too. 
It'll kind of be a toss-up between the crown and the center, I think. I just finished the center, and I loved it. (laughs) And it'll come up again, and I'll talk a little bit more why I loved it at the very end. (laughs) I can't wait. Um, oh, next on the agenda is Sharp Objects. Mm-hmm. Yes. Sharp Objects just ended on HBO last night. Um, I feel like HBO can has a hard time doing wrong for me. I love everything on HBO. Yeah. I think that's accurate. Even, like, upcoming shows... They look so good. Like, that camping show. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about that. Mm -hmm. I'm very intrigued because it seems so different than girls. Yeah. And also Jennifer Gardner has a... Other than, like, Love, Simon and, like, other... Mom roles. Mom roles, yeah. Which she does really well Dying Child movie. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited to see her in that. The trailer, I feel like it's only been, like, a really short trailer. Yeah, it's hard to get a full grasp on it. But I liked what I saw, and I, again, liked how it looked, which is just really plays a part, you know? 100%. So that looks really funny. There's another, oh, they had, like, a teaser on Twitter yesterday. There's, like, a new, I love Flight of the Concords, and they have... They've taped, like, a live show. Oh, yeah. And, like, a reunion special or something. Because it's been 10 years, which is insane. That is insane. So, Sharp Objects. Sharp Objects. Um, we want to come up with a rating system, but we haven't come up with it yet. Yeah, so something today, clever. <laughs> Jordan, what would you rate it out of five stars? I would give it four stars. I thought it was really good. Really, really well made. Um... It's one of the most subtle TV shows I've ever seen. And even though it's, like, exhausting for me to have a show where I have to pay attention to every single thing and not look at my phone, (laughs) but you had to because you would miss something Something. crucial. Like, I probably still did miss stuff just from blinking Uh because just, like, I don't think I've ever seen a show that did flashbacks like that where it's just literally maybe less than a second long. Yeah, they were very short, and they told a really important part of the story, mm-hmm. um, and not all at once, so you had to, like, piece them together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever seen a show do it like that. It was really no. good. Um, I feel like I'd probably rate it four and a half. Yeah. It, it's really, it's pretty dark, but I really like dark things <laughs> so you get it's like you like dark things half star more than yeah, I do <laughs> yeah totally yeah because well, I think of like the night of I like that mm-hmm. more than you did too yeah but the, it, I also because I was thinking about shows that it reminded me of and mm-hmm. I was thinking of the night of too yeah. I think I think that like if you liked the night of at all you would probably really like this because it's really dark and there's not really any comic relief at all because I know a lot of people compare it to Big Little Lies mm-hmm. because it's the same Marty Knox and is the sh- like she's this one's showrunner and she's uh, one of the producers on Big Little Lies. Yeah, and this it has the same director. Oh yeah, like there's a lot of overlap with the yeah. team, but that one is like so much lighter than this, oh, yeah. and it still gets really dark on Big Little Lies. But there's like always some tension relief from that. Whether usually like Reese Witherspoon yeah, saying exactly. something hilarious and Reese blah blah blah. Really <laughs> Light. Yeah, like it Even would be if she's like, like. Can you imagine her? I can't wait. She like. Can you imagine her being Camille on Sharp Objects? Oh no! It just wouldn't have worked. No. But um, and like I love Big Little Lies, but they're just um, it was it was like kind of I wouldn't call it a comedy, but compared to Sharp Objects, it was like a laugh out loud romp. Mm-hmm. hilarity every second because there's this one is just more relentless of dark and bleak which was more like the night of um, something that i really really liked about it was the use of music in all of the episodes uh, and i was reading something about there's a part where led zeppelin comes on and apparently 
like no shows ever use Led Zeppelin music because it's a really expensive and they just don't really allow it. So I thought that was really cool that they were able to get that and it kind of shows how important music was to them. Mm-hmm. And it really did build tension and made you feel things and you didn't even know why you were feeling them. Yeah, I you really were inside Amy Adams' character's head the whole time, mm-hmm. which also ties into those quick flashbacks because if you're just having a thought or a memory, it prob- like that's probably how long it is in your head even though, like, you're remembering an entire mo- like moment in time from your past, but it's just a tiny, short blip. Oh, yeah, that's true. So I that, thought about that, but yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. It had a lot of really standout performances, I thought. We talked a lot about the girl who plays her sister, Emma. Her name's Eliza oh. Scanlon, and she's, first of all, Australian, which is crazy, because mm-hmm. her act, her kind of southern drawly accent was really good yeah it sounded like she'd grown up grown up there like her character builds so much tension and um you just never know what she's gonna do Mm -hmm. and do we know how old she is in real life someone told me today she's 19 wow yeah it's like i can believe that but also she was believable as like a Mm preteen or however old she's supposed to be on the show like between 13 and 15 she was like so terrifying but then also was so lovable and cute Mm -hmm. and she was really 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 good yeah and And i really hope she's nominated she would deserve it for sure out of of everyone in the cast i think she deserves it the most Mm -hmm. i was thinking too that it's like you're saying how she goes back and forth between being terrifying and you're like legitimately scared of her, just like an unpredictable bully. But then also she really does pull off like a sweet little sister. And she really pulls off, she pulled off the whole series that she was basically playing a different character depending who else, who she's interacting with. But not in a way, like, it was just, still there was subtlety to it. It just came so naturally. It was really good. Like, I would be scared to meet her. Oh, 100%. She'd stick a sucker in my hair. <laughs> I also wanted to talk about how good Sophia Lillis was. from who. Like, she's the girl in It that just yes. came out last year. And she played young A.B. Adams. And she was amazing. But... My only complaint about her performance is that she was mostly in those tiny short flashbacks. So the most you see of her is kind of in that pilot. Yeah. And she was so good and looked so much like Amy Adams that I wanted like more scenes of her. But she was just so good. I was really impressed. And I really liked her in It too. So I was happy that it wasn't like a one-time kind of star role. Like she was legitimately so good. Yeah, and she'll be she in more was. stuff too. Um, our other favorite part, I think we can both say, was Chris Messina. Oh, he's <laughs> perfect. We yeah. loved the sweat on his shirt. I just love to see that man sweat. It's really good. There's just something so endearing and hot about it. <laughs> and um, Jordan had sent me this article, <laughs> and I really love that. Apparently, Amy, like, hand-selected him, and I thought that was really cool, and you could tell that they had really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I can't remember. Did you say, have you seen Julia and Julia? No. Because he's, like, so cute in that movie, and they, like, I mean, I, in my head, that's where they met <laughs> and, like, developed this great rapport with I'm each other. Sure that is where they did. The, they, I love that they've, like, stayed in touch and been friends. Mm-hmm. I love hearing stuff like that. Because, yeah, you can tell. Yeah. And because in that article, he's talking about how it was so dark and making these, like, this heavy show and everything. But that, like, Amy was able to keep it really light and fun still for everybody, which I like. She seems like a really good, like, fun person, IRL. Oh, yeah. I would like to meet her. I think so, too. Um, oh, I also said was thinking about that it made me want to, like, rollerblade around the town. 
It, they made rollerblading look so cool. They looked so cool. And I cannot, I think they were roller skating, which yeah. I think is like one of the Even hardest better. things in the yeah. world. But I'm not good at it. And I would look a lot less cool wearing rollerblades. But I'll just throw on my fanny pack and look really cool. I, ro- I broke my arm. Um, you did? Roller skating. So. Did you Actually, not wear one of those wrist thing, guards? No. Didn't have the wrist guards. I guess they're not wearing wrist guards in the show either. Yeah, they're not. They looked really cool. They weren't even wearing helmets. No. I forgot to complain about that. uh, Overalls. (laughs) I'm imagining myself wearing my overalls for rollerblading. It's not a good look. Even in my head. My wildest fantasy. Oh, I also wrote down you got to see Chris Messina's butt. (laughs) That's true. I take it back. No. I would have remembered that. So actually I changed my rating to five stars. <laughs> Something that I had read that I thought was cool is that the handwriting that's on all over her body is like taken from samples of her actual handwriting. Amy it's Adams. so crazy. Like yeah. how did they even do that? I really, did you read anything about how they actually made the scars? Yes, I had. I did read a little bit about it and can't really quote it on a podcast because I don't remember that much about it. But basically, um, she was in makeup for like two hours every single day. That is just so crazy. for that, for the scars. And they looked really good. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, because I was thinking, like, there's so many scenes where she's like taking a bath. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why to me that seems so... They, I know they use some of the same makeup techniques from like horror films oh that makes sense Um, like freddy krueger yeah like where they use i can't remember which horror films they were so that's why i'm not i don't want to say something that i isn't true no that's really cool though i was thinking oh another show that i feel like if you liked um broad church there were some similarities i still feel like broad church was lighter but it's still kind of that small town Hmm. uh, like kind of secrets and within that small town and just covering up like a dark history and obviously murder yeah so i was just trying to think of other shows that it reminds me of obviously gone girls similar because it's still jillian flynn Mm -hmm. but there you can tell just certain things that she's drawn to as a writer because well really dark super dark like the most dysfunctional relationships of all time and very complex women Mm mm-hmm yeah, is she's an interesting person. Also, she was like heavily involved with the scripts and stuff, and so um, I feel like I could. You can tell because I read. I well, I listened to the audiobook right before I, the show started, and anything that they did change because there were some changes, not a ton of major major changes, but some things were some interesting things were added. But I felt like nothing ever felt untrue to the book. And so I feel like you could tell that she was involved and would kind of help them maintain that tone. Cause I thought it was a really good adaptation of the book actually. And I didn't uh, read the book. So I was glad I had Jordan to like kind of fill in some, <laughs> they weren't necessary like storylines that the, that the TV show left out, but I was glad I was able to ask Jordan about things that were in the book that weren't portrayed in the show. Mm-hmm. The last fun fact that I had read was that I didn't realize this, but the, the titles of every episode were words that she had carved into her skin. Did you know that? I think I had read that, yeah. but I couldn't remember the words that they chose because they would always chose or show the the word at the beginning of the episode. Is the first episode vanished? <laughs> I think that's true. I don't remember. I just keep thinking of milk over and over because yeah, so that was why. the last one. <laughs> but I know that's true. So, vanish is definitely one of the episodes. If I think it is the first one, we'll fact check that later. <laughs> oh, one other thing that I read today. Is that Marty Noxon? Because they kept saying that there's not going to be a second season. And then she said today, or like there was an article with a quote from her that I read today that she said, it's, she said, never say never, but also she, it's like not likely, but. Well, Amy Adams says she never wants to play that character again because it was like pretty too traumatic, much. I think. 
Yeah, well, it makes sense. But I wonder if they could do it without her, but then it would just seem weird. Yeah, I but feel I know like... That, like the whole ending that they kind of skipped over is mostly about Emma. Yeah. So. I feel like I really wouldn't want them to make one because it would just seem kind of like another situation where they see that something was popular and successful yeah. and they're just kind of trying to like expand on that. There's so I don't know. So lose. Yeah, like just leave this kind of perfect little dark gem of a show. Mm-hmm. But I also was thinking that because I was I didn't read the book Big Little Lies, but I know it's just that one book. Mm-hmm. So I'm still kind of like holding my breath for what the second season will even feel like, which is kind of weird if I didn't actually read that book. But but if it's amazing, then maybe I could be talked into it. But I have faith. It just seems like those there's, I don't know, those characters, it seems like there's more to do in that town than in this one. But yeah, overall, really good show. Yeah. Just know it's there. really dark, but yes. it's worth and watching. And also, make sure you watch through the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't turn it off before the final episode's credits are over. So yeah. they're extremely important. Because <laughs> we didn't even... And it, it's not like right after the first little roll of credits. It's like kind of a ways yeah, into it's like it. In the middle of it. It's like kind of like lucky we still had the TV on. Yeah, we had already paused it and like debriefed, and then we just pressed <laughs> yeah. play, and we're like, oh, we're like, oh, I was like, oh, there's that stuff from yeah. the book. <laughs> so, so that's our tip to you. But yeah, we both really liked it. It was really good. Well, okay, so to close out every episode, we're going to have a different TV crush of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be based on the show or shows that we've been watching within the last week. So, Jordan, who's your TV boyfriend of the week? Mm, I want you to go first. Oh, do you? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure we don't have the same one. Oh, Even though that's fine. I don't think fine. we do because you haven't watched it. Oh, yeah. So, I thought... mine. <laughs> you can tell me what you thought. After. I thought you were going to say Peter Kavinsky. Oh. I was going to when you told me that that was allowed. But <laughs> when then I strongly I hinted. Got excited about the one I did choose. That so, show needs more attention. So yeah. it's good that you're giving it more attention. So I chose Christopher Abbott from The Sinner. Um, he's I fell in love with him when he was on Girls, and he's like has a perfect face. Yeah, he has a perfect face, perfect hair, perfect mm-hmm. beard, perfect girlfriend. Yeah, we also really love his girlfriend, Olivia Cook. She's in um, my favorite. One of my top ten movies, probably, is Me, Earl, and the Dying Girl. Mm-hmm. And she's in that and also in Thoroughbreds. Yeah. And she was in Ready Player One. Oh, yeah. And I never She saw was really that. good in that. But anyway, so Christopher Abbott. Google him. <laughs> uh, make it your the background on your phone. <laughs> he's wonderful. He's beautiful. And he's actually really good at acting a bonus double threat (laughs) he was in the center a lot more than i thought he was gonna be and i was really excited about that cool does he have a beard in that you said i think he has like a little bit of a beard okay cool now i'm getting it mixed up because that's my ideal version of (laughs) (laughs) if he would to follow abide by your personal rules yeah then yeah he does well, and on girls, he has, like, a lot of different facial hair. Yeah, it depends on what drugs he's doing at the moment. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> season one. Actually, I don't remember if he does. He's very, like, clean cut season yeah. one. Okay, who's yours? Okay, well, in mine's no surprise. It's Chris Messina. Mm-hmm. I thought that would be yours, so I was steering clear. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. Because I, I was thinking Peter Kavinsky, too. It's very timely. Yeah. He... I was saying that he, he lives up to all the hype he's getting on the internet. Some boys on the internet have been getting kind of jealous of all the hype he's getting. Have you yeah. seen that? Yeah, I have. <laughs> they need to get over it. Yeah, they do. They're just <laughs> jealous that they aren't as perfect as him. Yeah. he's. He, I don't know if anyone could, in real life could ever live up to which is kind of problematic. No. He's also... I will... Say he's in the movie to all the boys I've loved before. I didn't say that. <laughs> Even though, if you've been on the internet for like 0.1 second, you probably have recognized the name because yeah. everyone's been obsessed with him the last yeah. couple weeks. 
But my official TV boyfriend of the week is Chris Messina in Sharp Objects. He's got... I, I did just finish... Um, officially finished the Mindy Project and because I hadn't watched the Hulu episodes but so I was re-watching those and so I had a very specific Castellano shaped hole in my heart mm-hmm. and so I it was nice to fill that and he it's impressive that he can look so good in sharp objects because his outfits are so bad they're, they're so like kind of like shiny dress shirts and, and like these really like weird rectangular <laughs> transition sunglasses yeah and they're not even like the kind of rectangle glasses that are all the way connected like, like power line and goofy no, they're movie like they're like oh let's just do two little squares <laughs> It's weird, but he looks so cute. He does. No one else could pull those off. No, he's all sweaty, just lovely. His hair is like perfect. So yeah, I that hair's crazy. is crazy. I always really wonder because, like, you know, in the end of Mindy Project, he has like some gray hair. So yeah, like, does he always dye it? Yeah. <laughs> Which I wish that he had that salt and pepper beard because I just yeah. am very attracted to that. But he looks so great, and he did a good job too. I feel like he wasn't as much of a standout per se because there just wasn't as much to his character as there were to all those all the female characters were just Mm -hmm. more complex and he was kind of like which is kind of nice it's kind of like a gender role reversal that like he's kind of like the technically blah yeah (laughs) like if I didn't love him so much I but they made his character really sympathetic he was much more sympathetic in the show that character than in the book like he's kind of a jerk in the book and just like like he bugged me kind of but every time I he was just likable he was like his usual likable self even in those goofy outfits and he did really well with what he was given yeah yeah he was good well and he and Amy Adams really do have a lot of great chemistry so it was just it was he like made it fun to watch so yeah he's my tv boyfriend of the week love it well, I wonder who our boyfriends will be next week. I know. I'm actually way excited. Tune in next time to find out. <laughs> yeah. And follow uh, the podcast. on. We're on Twitter and Instagram now. It's just at Girl Meets Show. And then if you want to follow our personal profiles, mine's at J-R-D-Y-N-C uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And mine is at Taylor M. Goff. G O F F. In case you thought F it was G O P H. F is in Frank. <laughs> well, thanks for tuning in. See you next time.